when he comes to the door, I can see what he's fully dressed. He's got army boots, camo pants, a belt with a bowie knife strapped to the side. Okay, here. Are we ready? Are we away? Are we good? Are you listening? Right out. Double thumbs up. Let's go. Picture this. Like, I'm, I'm sitting in, in the demountable and I had a, a million things to do, but we needed another staff member and, and this is a team leader. So, again, another face-to-face interview. And this guy, um, <laughs> he catches me out of the corner of my eye. I just see him just through the, you know, through the window and, and, and unmissable. He's got he's got a wife beater, the white wife beater singlet on, and then he's got a crocodile Dundee hat uh, with the with the bloody faux you know shark teeth or crocodile teeth around it, and then anyway I was like, oh, this better not be the guy that is coming for the interview. Sure enough, the reception brings him across to my office, and I was like, okay, it gets better. So now when he comes to the door, I can see what he's fully dressed. He's got army boots, camo pants, a belt with a bowie knife strapped to the side. So within 30 seconds, and he's, and, and actually one more thing, and stunk of B.O. He hadn't showered. And so this is a guy that is coming for a supervisor role, a team leader role, that can't even shower, can't even dress appropriately. He was on time. I'll give him that. And I was like, and then because it was a face-to-face interview, I had to sit through, I don't know, 35 minutes of politeness, like, and, and it just wasted my time, wasted his time. So that's what we're talking about today. Like, how, to, how do you avoid those scenarios? Because as a small business owner, like, you probably don't recruit that often, And when you do, it's expensive. So if you go to a recruiter, they're going to probably charge you 10 to 15% of the total salary. And if you go back to this role, like a a pretty basic salary in today's world, like pick a number, pick, pick 70 grand or something, pick 60 grand, you know what I mean, for a base salary. And then you've got super, another 10%, 66 grand. So 10% is going to cost you 6,000 plus, you know, 12%, 10 grand to recruit. So like, if you're like me, you're like, shit, I just need an admin person. I just need whatever. I'm not going to pay a recruiter 10 grand. But because you don't recruit that often, you get stuck interviewing Crocodile Dundee with a Boeing knife for 40 minutes and that costs you time. That costs you money. So here's, that's what we're talking about today. There's two tips that that are going to help. So they're, they're really simple. They're pre-screen because because you don't recruit that often. The first thing is is you get the resume and you you're, you're fizzing at the bung because these awesome people on paper and you're like, yep, they're fucking fantastic. Um, and then what happens? You either get crocodile Dundee at the at the interview, so you jump straight from the resume to the interview. Um, you get person that doesn't show at the interview. You get the person that you get to the end of the interview and they go, oh shit. I can't work Saturdays, but the job said it's a Saturdays. It's like, well, or the job says I can't travel. Uh, the job says you must travel. It's like I'm unavailable to travel. So you've got all of these time wasters that, you know, you're spending time with the wrong candidate. So the, here are the two tips. So the first one is a pre-screen, 
pre-screen survey. So Google form, whatever, it's simple. Uh, SurveyMonkey, you pick your poison, you get an online form software, and you, you clearly write down the non-negotiables of the role. So if the person needs to work on the weekends, you say, this is a role on the weekend. Are you available on the weekends? And they can answer. The other thing, you set expectations around salary. So again, we had a guy um, for, it was actually a similar role. It was a team leader role, about that 70 grand. And they, what were their salary expectations? Uh, 300,000 US. And I was like, ah, oh, but but you get that. Like it may be a $30 an hour role. And then the person goes, I'm, I'm after 75 bucks an hour. And you just can't meet in the middle. You're too far apart. But if someone comes and it's a $30 an hour role and their expectations are at 35, well, you're like, well, shit, if they're good, I'll, I'll pay them. But you, you're near enough. So you've got all of those non-negotiables. Another one that I like is um, is distance to travel because, again, if people are traveling too far, any other concerns, any days they can't work. So all the non-negotiables, anything else you want to know about the person, you get in the survey. It One, so it gets everything out and open. It reiterates the important points, as I said before. Like the person that needs to travel for the role, it, it, it says, you know, this this role requires travel and it's front and centre. So you're not negotiating travel requirements after you made an offer. You're not negotiating a salary range that's way outside each other's expectations. So that's really clear. If it's a weekend work or shift work, you're not negotiating any of those. You're making it clear. And and people skim the ad and they, they may miss that. So I've had plenty of times where people go, oh, I thought it was a part-time role and it's actually a permanent role. Or I've got people go, oh, I, 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 I'm not available on the weekends. Well, it's a shift role. So all of that gets eliminated and you don't sit through the interview and, and try and figure that out. And then the next step after that, so, so you've screened a heap of your candidates and, you, and you've got questions to ask. The next thing is before you get them to the face-to-face, because as I was saying, like, if you don't recruit that often, you, you go usually go resume, face-to-face interview. So I'm just putting two steps in the between. The next step is just to have a face-to-face video call. Like, super easy, you know, Zoom, Teams, whatever, Google Meet, all of that stuff are just basically default. So... Again, the way that I like to do it is I like to I use Calendarly and I get them to book an appointment with me. So it sets a barrier. It sets some responsibility. I don't care whether you're a basic, basic worker. If And, and I don't mean that in disrespectful. Like just say your, your frontline worker needs to show up on time. If they can't book an appointment with you, then it's a barrier. You know, like simple, it's a simple thing to test. So can they book the appointment? Can they show up on time? How do they conduct themselves? So again, when Crocodile Dundee shows up to my my bloody teams meeting, I can probably in a wife beater probably won't won't be able to see his Bowie knife from the teams meeting. But you get it; he's not the right person. But and the next step is I, I call it a, a speed date interview, and and I frame it in the in the context of okay, we're just getting to know about the role. Any questions that you'd like. Um, and all of those bits and pieces so you know that you only got to spend 10 minutes with the person. And if it goes well, you you know, and, and you're really um, enjoying the conversation and you think they're the right candidate, well, you can go a bit longer. And remember, you've got the pre-screen survey to, to ask any of these other qualifying questions or to get any more information and they can ask you. And the beauty is, is 
if you've got the right person and you progress to the face-to-face, you've now had three interactions. You've had the survey, you've had the, the, the Teams call or the Zoom call, and now you've got the face-to-face. And if they're the wrong person, well, they don't fill out the survey or they forget to show up to the Teams call or they're not the right person on the Teams call and you're not wasting your time at the face-to-face. So all of this stuff I've done through trial and error, again, you can't make up the Crocodile Dundee story. So... I've got a list there. Again, shoot me on socials and I'll send you the list just of all the questions that I like to ask. It's just in a Word document um, and you can copy that and load that up to Google Forms or, or SurveyMonkey. And really, really simple and, and a few other things of how I do it. So uh, it's happy to share that with you. So next time you're recruiting, yeah, put these couple of steps in place. Don't go from resume to interview just put a couple of little qualifiers in place save you a shitload of time you'll get a better result okay just good luck and keep growing your business